0: Welcome back to Fandom at Random. You might notice something different today. I'm not Ed. I'm Brian, and I'm your horror hostess with the mostest. But Ed is right here beside me in case I pause like, the first episode. Yeah, so you
1: you know, like, when you listen to, like, a a radio show, and they've got the (laughs) the guy behind the curtain running everything? That's me today, so...
0: He's like Andy on the Howard podcast, or Randy, or whatever the fuck that guy's name was, behind the glass. (laughs) I'm Randy, baby. (laughs) But anyway... As I said, this is going to be a little bit of a horror-centric episode since it is Fright Fest, so I'm taking over the reins today. And I'm running the board. You're stuck with me. Now join me in the caves of hell while we talk about something a little sad, actually, a fandom fatality. Fatality. Yep, that's right. We have lost Miss Angela Lansbury, 96 years old. That's a good run, though. It is a good run, and I know anyone who's been following us, we do have our um, Deadpool, our death pool, and I know one of us got her, so we got to go back and check, but, you know, not to be morbid or anything, but 96 years old, she kicked it good. She, she was on a good run. Absolutely. Uh, and what was
1: she doing? Now, that uh, was one murder she couldn't write murder, off. Murder,
0: murder she wrote. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? so yeah rest in peace Angel lansbury um in your honor i'm gonna do a review of a horror movie <laughs> <laughs> so yeah let's get into it random review let's go Alright, yeah, we are talking about Hulu's slash Disney's Hellraiser, the 2022 version. That's right, we uh, got a reboot of a movie that I, I don't think needed a reboot, but we're going to talk about it anyway. It's a little bit different too, because at the end I'm going to recommend two movies that have come out for your horror watching pleasure this Halloween. One you might love, one you're going to want to stay away from unless you're into some really fucked up shit. <laughs> anyway let's start off with uh, Hellraiser it's like I said ha- Hellraiser 2022 on Hulu right now directed by David Bruckner and let me just say going into this there was a lot of controversy because first of all Doug Bradley no longer playing pinhead slash the hell priest we have and I forget her name already Alexandra Bastillo no. Anyway, I'll come to it. Uh, a female playing Pinhead. And a lot of people... Jamie Clayton. Jamie Clayton. That's what it was. A lot of people didn't like that. I personally didn't care. I just hope she did a good job. And from the sh- shots we got, she looked okay. She looked pretty good. After watching the movie, she wasn't the biggest problem. And she I don't think she was a problem at all. But yeah, so this there was a lot of controversy
1: leading up to this movie. Um, and Randall's full disclosure: I have not seen this film because I'm a I'm a, <laughs> a pussy. I don't do horror, but I have seen the original Hellraiser, so I'm very curious to hear Brian's review on this because yeah. I love the original,
0: right? And I love the original too, and that comes with another uh, little bit of info. I'm not a huge fan of the franchise. Two was okay, one was great. I didn't even see most of the other ones. I just they went way too fucking far out of the realm of good for me. So I went in just comparing it to the first one. Let's go over the plot just a little bit. We have um, a girl named Riley, recovering addict, which I don't know why people keep doing this in movies. Like It had nothing to do with the plot, and it seemed to just make her character fucking sufferable. Anyway, she uh, gets hold of the box, ends up solving it, you know, the box we all know and love and love box yeah the love box and the pain and pleasure box she ends up uh getting her brother caught up in it and he disappears and her and her friends go searching through the depths of hell and whatnot to get to him but uh they don't actually say hell in the movie once at all which i thought was weird uh i don't know if they wanted to get too religious was it
1: heck heck razor yeah
0: no like they didn't say much i don't know so you're going to H E double hockey sticks razor right (laughs) and they end up uh with this rich guy trying to and there's going to be major spoilers in this review too so if you want to see it if you haven't seen it go watch it come back to this Anyway, uh, Voight, I think the guy's name is, is trying to eventually get all these kids to his mansion and steal their souls so he can renegotiate with the Cenobites. All right. Let me just Sounds start like Jared off. Jared from Subway. Yeah, yeah, right. Let me start off by saying I'm going to address the elephant in the room right off the bat. Jamie Clayton, as Hell Priest, Pinhead, was okay. The voice was okay. Her look from the neck up was good. Her look from the neck down was not good at all. I didn't think they were good at all. And that goes along with my other complaint, the Cenobites. They were... So the Cenobites in the original, they were leather. They were mutated. They were tortured. They were fucking creepy, right? The Cenobites in this one are more fantastical, more like a dark fantasy. I'll say this, if Guillermo del Toro directed this movie with his writing, it could have been hit out of the fucking park. because Dude, he was
1: already 75% of the way they were at Pan's yeah, Labyrinth. I
0: know, right? If they merged it, this could have been an A-plus movie because the style, the aesthetic, the Cenobites, the costume design, everything screamed del Toro to me, except for the writing and the plot. Uh, so, I really think they took a misstep there, but anyway- the plot itself was very basic uh didn't stray too far from the original did a few things different not different enough to really make it enticing and um i think that hurt the movie the most not lady not lady pinhead not the insufferable main character but just the boring story and again The Cenobites were probably the biggest disappointment because, to me, in the first Hellraiser, Pinhead and the Cenobites, while only having eight minutes of screen time, were the stars of the show. You could barely even remember the characters from the first one except for that fucked-up weird uncle who wanted to, like, stick things in weird places and get tortured by Pinhead, (laughs) you know? There were no... There was just no... um, threat from the Cenobites, like I said, they looked like dark fantasy angels or something like that, and I know, I know, the novella, uh, the heart-shaped box, whatever it's called, it's supposed to be closer to the novella from Clyde Barker, that's fine, but it didn't translate, translate well to a movie, I'm sorry, it just didn't, that being said, that being said, there were some moments in this movie that I really enjoyed, and Jamie Clayton as Pinhead was one of them. Even though I have complaints about her, I also did kind of like her while she was on screen as well. Pinhead's supposed to be neither male nor female. He's supposed to be very neutral looking and uh, the voice is supposed to not resemble really much of a male or a female as well. And I think they hit that out of the park. But uh, there were no quotes like we got from the first one like, we have such sights to show you. Even though they did say that, she didn't deliver it as well as Doug Bradley, unfortunately. And um, she was a very much a back character. They showed her a few times, but it always felt like she was a, a second supporting actor rather than like the main star. And I think that's another big misstep this movie took. Because if you're going to make a Hellraiser movie, Pinhead should probably steal the show. And if it's not going to steal the show, then you need a main character who's going to grip you and bring you through this movie. And Riley was not that fucking character, man. She Again, she was insufferable. Her whole job through the whole movie was just withdrawing and freaking out and breathing really heavy and killing a bunch of people to steal their souls by accident. And then that brings me on to my other big point with the Cenobites. They end up using the box to... Um, trap the Chatterer Cenobite, which, in my opinion, completely made them threatless by the end. If they could be killed by their own box, then what the hell are we supposed to be scared of from them? You know what I mean? Then the end of it just turned into a 13 Ghosts movie. It ends up in a big mansion where it's covered by metal bars that can keep the Cenobites out or in. And we do get some cool scenes, bloody and then Tony, scenes. And Tony
1: Tony's lube showed up. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Tony with the lube showed up? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is supposed to be a BDSM movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, true.
0: And it wasn't. like They talk about the pain and the pleasure, and the contraptions were cool. And like I said, the costume designs were intricate and smart, but not scary. It was just all gold and it, gold and red. That's it. It wasn't black. It wasn't white. It was golden red. And that color scheme kind of felt off for Hellraiser as well. So overall, by the time you get to the end of the movie, there's a twist that you can see coming from a mile away. Uh, Riley's new boyfriend there, I forget his name, ends up being the one drawing them to the mansion, even though Riley's been doing it anyway. And it's just all very predictable. There's nothing that stands out about it. It wasn't a terrible movie. It was written okay. And it offered some really good scenes with the hooks and the Cenobites, but not in a scary way. I don't think it was more unsettling. So if you're going into this loving the original, I'm going to say you're not going to like it. But if you go into it looking at it as a different movie that is more true to the book and kind of tosses a lot out from the original movies then you might end up enjoying it a lot more uh i think that's why i enjoyed it because it was it was different enough and i had expectations very very low unlike most people so yeah hellraiser 2022 not the original don't think it will be the original. I can see a sequel coming and I would be willing to see it, but nothing that got got my attention. It's nothing I would watch again. And I think they probably accomplished what they tried to accomplish, but for horror fans, it's just gonna be a meh movie.
1: So what are you giving for a random review score on this, Brian, on a zero out of 10? Zero out of 10, it's a tough one.
0: I think I would have to give it a 6.66 out of 10. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I see what you did there. I, yeah, that just, I just thought of that. No, because I was going to give it a 6.5. And yeah, 6.66 out of 10. It.
1: Yeah, so average, not about, terrible. Not yeah, not terrible. Great.
0: Not great. Something that deserves a watch, maybe just once, but probably not going to look back on it. I will say, let me make this fair point though. There's like eight Hellraisers and there's only two of them worth watching. So this is my third favorite. (laughs) (laughs) This is my third favorite Hellraiser movie. So, you know, in contrast, that's a comparison you guys can have. But yeah, if you've never seen Hellraiser, you actually might enjoy this movie a lot. If you have, then it's just going to be an average movie for you. Interesting. I
1: I like too how last week, Randos, we also reviewed... Um, Hocus Pocus Two, again another newer iteration of an older franchise. Kind of what we got here with Hellraiser Twenty Twenty Two, and both of them seem to miss the mark. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think it's a
0: good like comparison that both of them really tried to, really made a strong effort and respected the material, but the execution was off. Yeah, I think that's fair to say about both of them.
1: All right, so Brian, for for a guy like me that is terrified of all things horror, but if I wasn't, what should I check out this uh, Phantom Fright Fest Halloween season? Terrifier 2. No. Even if you
0: liked horror, I wouldn't recommend that one to you. No? No. It is one I'm going to recommend. If you're a horror hound like me, if you love completely brutal, out-of-this-world-like sinful gore terrifier 2 is getting hundreds across the board i haven't seen it yet i will be seeing it but i heard it is one of the best horror movies that has come out this year it's got art the clown the scariest fucking clown since pennywise and i won't tell you anything just go into the first one watch it go into the second one watch it only if you can handle it though only if you can handle it i promise you this will be one of the most fucked up movies you will ever see in your life so be prepared there's many triggering scenes so
1: all right i so some, I someone like me so, so i have i have no issue with gore mm-hmm. at all or like shit like that on screen but other jump scares jump scares are what does me in okay so for terrify or not as much The
0: jump scares are little. What this movie really relies on is the unsettlement factor. It's... Art the Clown is supposed to be a very disturbing character that makes your skin crawl, and the kills that he does are not only going to make your skin crawl, they're going to make you want to tear it off. It's it's shock factor. It's a completely shock factor movie. Yeah. Interesting. So, jump scares, no. Uh, Conventional scares, no. But fun... Brutal, gory, yes, yes, very much. And then, obviously, we have the big one that I'm coming, to, that I'm going to be seeing Friday. Halloween ends. The uh, Michael which will
1: probably be our next. It has to be our next episode. This is such a big deal. I mean, Halloween ends. It has to get its, its own episode in review.
0: Yeah, it's not even like kills where it's a middle movie. This is supposed to be the one that ends the Michael and Laurie. Saga Jamie Lee Curtis said she's done, yeah, and I mean, she said that before, but I don't know, I don't really like her anyway, so she can get fucked. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding, but I'm on the fence about this one. If anyone's seen Halloween Kills, you might know what I'm talking about. It was very lackluster, maybe worse than Hellraiser. And I have high hopes going in with the worst expectations, so we'll see what happens, but. Either way, this is a big moment for the Halloween franchise. They're tying up the timeline. Supposedly, Jamie Lee is done for good. Big things could happen. You're going to want to see it on screen. It uh, comes out tomorrow night, actually. Yeah. And I would love to hear people's thoughts on it. So if you guys do end up seeing either one, let me know. Because I want to know what you guys think of Terrifier if you've never seen it. But definitely Halloween too.
1: Cool. Yeah. Well, if I can uh, if I can nut up, maybe I will check that out because, right? like I said, I've 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 seen the original Halloweens. I like that. I like the OG horror. Yeah, it's and just the newer horror that kind of threw me for a loop. It is a little
0: jump scary and a little scary, I guess, if you're not into horror. So, but I'd be interested to see if you could pull that one off. Try. Yeah, and sorry, this is a little bit of a shorter episode, guys. I kind of talk really fast when I'm uh, soloing shit. And try to get through it as quick as possible so I don't fuck up as much. <laughs>
1: well you did a great
0: job. Hopefully I did. Hopefully you got some good information out of this. I'm 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 just scared even listening to you talk about this shit. I do tend to scare people when I talk. I peed a yeah. little. <laughs> uh yeah, so there's a lot of good shit guys. New Chucky season is out on sci fi. Halloween ends, Terrifier Two, Hellraiser. I mean, there's more shit coming down the pipeline too, so
1: at random.com You know what to do. We'll be back next week. Later. Later.